Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berratovoli is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. How is everybody doing? And where are all of my peeps? Where are all of my peeps? I'm looking at YouTube, Twitch, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Donde están? In, uh, como se llama? LinkedIn. Come on, folks. Come on in. But anyhow, in the house with us so far, Bridge MCP. Welcome, Bridge Maywood, Peggy Lopez. Lee Grant is in the house, so as well as Yvette Avery Herod. Yvette is going to be the queen that's going to bring the unions back to America. Peggy Lopez is also in the house. And not to be left out, Melanie Keaton from Barcelona, Spain, as well as Michael Rotnen. How are my peeps doing? How are my peeps doing today? Uh, come on, make yourself known, make yourself known. Anyhow, from Michael Rodden, the independent UK aspiring country singer charged for threats to kill checker, uh, to kill fact checkers and FBI agent over Trump slander. So fact checking is an act of war, is treason, punishable by death, you say? Yeah. Well, who's the extremist now? This is what happens when you get all your news from media bubble that's lying to you and pissing you off on the regular. Meanwhile, the majority of conservatives no longer believe in fact-checkers, while the majority of liberals welcome fact-checking even when it's one of ours that makes a mistake. Where are we going, people? But you know what? Have love. These people need help. They need help, and we're there. Let's give them a place to land. Vamos a, dejar, dan, demos, vamos a darle un lugar donde se puedan plantar. Okay? The slate from Michael Rudnan. Republicans are going to keep trying to make Hunter Biden happen. If only Republicans would stand for the real-world issues they complain about, reducing crime, lowering inflation, and helping veterans. How can they do that, Michael Rudnan? They can't do that because that is what they perpetrate. The leadership of the Republican Party is what, again, corrupt. So, of course, that is what they do. But no, their top grievance are conspiracy bunk and culture war nonsense. Republican strategy is to piss off their base, then let the corporations walk away with all the money. And that is what we have to show them. But we don't show them that by just giving them numbers. We show them that as it affects them on an individual basis, on a corporation-by-corporation corporation basis. Like Amazon gave away $100 million, but laid off 10,000 people. That affects them in the pocketbook as he goes off to show his grandesse. The same with Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac had no problem giving Elan... Elan I can't get her name out. Lena Hidalgo. He had no problem giving her, and he and his wife, giving her $600,000. And other rich people giving, uh, giving not her, giving uh, her competitor, uh, uh, Alexandra Miller, $600,000. And also giving others eight in the total of over $10 million. And guess what? Guess what? That money could have been much better served by putting that money in the coffers of the county so that they could give health care to those who need, so that they could feed those who needed to be fed. But they believe in life, right? They believe all those good things. They believe in nice things. Hell no. Hell no. You know what it's all about. You know what it's all about. 
Okay, continue and continue and continue. Let's see. Egberto Will is not sure you can show this now, but it's about buying pharmacy items in China versus here. Just a guy showing you big pharma. Okay, you know what? I'm going to get... I, I read that out of sync because I, I you, you actually addressed me directly, so it rang a bell. Uh, so I'm going to put that on the screen for people to see. Out of sync, but this is one of our great, great folks that always find us real stuff. So I am going to go out of uh, out of scope right here to make sure that we can actually play this. But uh, what I want to do is I want to start it from scratch. So um, I, I haven't heard this, but if it's if it's uh, MCP who gave us British MCP who gave it, I know it's good. So all right, folks, here it's gonna be. Oh wait a minute. Let, let's get it here. We, we we're gonna get it. As soon as I get the, where is the sound? Where is the sound? Where is the sound? Uh, I want to find the sound, but I, oh, I see it now. I'll, I'll do it again. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. But let's go ahead and do it again. So here I am in Bangkok, and I just walked into the pharmacy right behind me, and I picked this up for $5.14. In America, They'd want to charge me $95 for this, okay? Ventolin inhaler. I also picked up this, okay? Serotide, right, or Advair. In America, they'd want to charge me $245 for this. $245, even that's with insurance because it's name brand. Here, $16. Now, what I'd like to say is, don't get me wrong, I love America, and America's great, but to the lobbyists and big pharma and all the politicians that are getting money shoved in their pockets and are raping the American people, up yours. You guys suck, and you will be the downfall of America. He's actually so right. Uh, as politicians, whoops, as politicians help these guys screw us. As politicians help these guys screw us. All they're doing is destroying America and they create all these false narratives that folks on the right easily absorb, right? But that is a perfect example of what we talk about here time and time again. Anyhow, continuing with the program, continuing with the program. Uh, let's see what we got here. Yvette Avery Howard said, Afternoon, everybody. Bridge MCP says, How we are. Hey, y'all. Uh, what else we got here? Peggy Lopez is in the house saluting folks. Miss Tomatoes may would. And try this again. I'll have to miss or at least leave early tomorrow's show. Another doctor's appointment. Well, you have two shows you can choose from, May Wood. You can come to the noon show. At, uh, at uh, It's actually noon central, so in California it will be 10 o'clock a.m. Or you can co to come to the 3 o'clock show and stay whatever time you can. But we are on two times tomorrow. Conservatives seem to love billionaire philanthropists. This is from Rudnan. Not recognizing that a higher tax rate on the filthy rich would be better than any philanthropy they currently engage in. For most billionaires who engage in philanthropy, they're doing it solely for tax breaks. For any conservatives reading this, Adam ruins Everything has your follow-up for after the show. Thank you very much for that. I, I'm going to tag that so that we can look at it after 
the show. Lee Grant says, replying to Eric Hayes, thanks for this, Eric. Egberto needs a better perspective on Mac. Okay, before for those of you who are national, not meaning not in the Houston area, I want you guys to listen to this discussion that's happening within a furniture salesman and uh, who attacked the best the best uh, commissioners judge we had here in Harris County for a long time, one that doesn't take money from the plutocracy, and because of that, they ganged up on her, and they still lost. And then he comes out with an angry letter stating, uh, you know, just stating all kind of lies, calling her a socialist, all that kind of stuff. This is a furniture salesman, a businessman who get, who's supposed to do business to, for everybody, but he came out and attacked her. So this is what Eric Hayes wants me to read, and I will oblige. Mattress Mac now has three gallery furniture stores. The original North Freeway 110,000 square foot location, the largest store on Grand Parkway, and the smaller Post Oak store. While gallery furniture is well known, Mac's philanthropy is legendary. In fact, his philanthropy is as contagious as his passion for furniture. His work on special projects has helped to build the first mobile stroke unit in the USA for patients in Houston after he got us after, well, I'm not going to say that. And when Hurricane Harvey hit Houston in August of 2017, Mac opened the doors of gallery furniture to those who were seeking shelter from the flood. Most recently, Mac served 3,000 meals and provided overnight shelter to more than 700 Houstonians at gallery furniture who were affected by the winter storm. You read, when, there, uh, when there's a great uh, charitable need, Mac is usually the first to respond. If not, uh, if not spearhead the effort. Anyone who ever worked for or with Mac knows that he builds his business and performs his act of charity, not for for the, not for recognition, but the benefits of the community. Mac has a huge heart and is focused on helping Houston become the greatest city in America. Mac is about of Houston. About Mac is one of Houston's most recognized citizen and has touched the lives of countless Houstonians in a positive way. About Mattress Mac, let me tell you something. Okay, I used to I used to respect Mattress Mac. I used to believe in as much as he was a showboat. Because if you really want to give, somebody call. I, I took this material to my show yesterday at KPFT, the one on air here in Houston. And somebody called in and said, gave a Bible verse that said, when you're a giver, you don't give and say, hey, look at what I'm giving, folks. I am giving this to the poor. I'm, because you're so, you are so filthy rich that the charity that you give, it's but a drop in your financial bucket. If you, you know, and the, the person who showed, the, uh, gave us a portion of the Bible pointed out that the gift that was really, uh, that really made, that really made your heart bleed was that of a woman who barely had anything and she gave a, uh, and she gave a little bit of what she had because she was poor, but she still found money or a way to provide help to somebody else, a large percentage of her income for Mac these gifts are nothing more than an advertising, an advertising cost, an expense. And as Michael Rodden points out down below, he gets a tax break for all of this. Hell, he gave away, he gave people $3,000 of any merchandise they purchase in the store if the Astros win. But how did he pay for it? It was either going to be a, a, a cost, a, an advertising cost, or he was going to make a profit. And it was a good bet. The Astros won. And he got $75 million in that bet. It didn't cost him $75 million to pay the people off who bought $3,000 worth of furniture. So here's the deal, people. We can't be fooled by these multimillionaires who take care of 
who, who take care of getting tax breaks and all these other features and, and look benevolent as they give, right? A lot of you that are listening to this program right now, you give every day. You, go, you give to politics done right to support this program that enlightens you. You give to other, uh, other charities. You give to other nonprofits. You give all of this. But the percentage of money that you give far exceeds the percentage of money that El Señor Mattress Mike gives and tell everybody, hey, look at what I gave. Look at what I gave. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that your gift, when you give to Politics Done Right, when you give to the Red Cross, well, I don't like the Red Cross because they pay their, their CEO too much. When you give to Habitat for Humanity, when you give for all these other things, right? Guess what, people? You are giving more than Matro Mask is, but because he's given millions, right? Of the millions that he's already taken from you for, for you know, somebody called in and said, you know, the furniture that he has, you know, it's really marked up based on the quality of the furniture. And then others called in and said, well, you know how Mattress Mac treats his employees? This guy's been working for Mattress Mac for 15 years, and Mattress Mac is still giving him minimum wage. I mean, all the, not minimum, I don't remember what he said it was really, but I'm saying, I am saying, before I really did any study on my, uh, Mattress Mac, I liked the guy. The guy was out there supposedly given to the poor. Now, again, like I said, he made it always known, just like what Bezos did when Bezos is about to lay off 10,000 people and give a $100 million donation. Why not hold on to those people till the economy get better and give that $100 million to these people, your employees who made you your fortune? Why not do that? But that's how these philanthropists work. What The difference between philanthropy and taxing the holy hell out of them to take back what they have legally stolen from you the opposite of doing that is to tax them and use that tax money to take care of the people. We shouldn't have to be inside a Mattress Max's furniture store. Because all Mattress Max is doing is, yes, all those people that got flooded out, they got to stay in Mattress Max's home, his store. Where do you think those people are going to buy their furniture when they're refurnishing their homes? From Mattress Max. He was so good to us. So we are going to buy that stuff from him. Very good investment, isn't it? You know somebody is really given when they give from their hearts. And they don't have to tell anybody that they give. I, I'm going to just say this. I, I'm going to just say this so that some folks don't think I'm just a user. I'm not going to name names or say where I give. But in my heyday, when Polit when 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 uh, Willie's Computer Software Company uh, was in business before I left it for doing this menial job here of informing, the amount that we gave away was astounding all over the place. Okay, and we never did this. To go ahead and say, hey, look at what we did. Most of it was done anonymously. I don't want anybody to know you're giving. I'm only saying this so that some of our right-wingers don't say, you're just talking, but you, don't, you, you haven't given. No, quite a bit. Quite a bit. But I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go ahead and say, put my name on it. As Mattress Max always does. Right? So I'm sorry, Eric. I read it for you. And I read, the, I read the advertising that you wrote for Mattress Mac. Just rest assured that there's more to that story. All right. Let's continue. Michael Rodden says, Conservatives seem to uh, love billionaire philanthropists not recognizing that a higher tax rate on the filthy rich would be better than any philanthropy they're currently engaged in. Not only that, uh, when you do taxes, it's democratic, right? 
Because if you leave it up to the philanthropist, they decide what they deem is worth it. And in the past, when people have their different prejudices, that means certain people never got out of the money that they had legally stolen from all of us. For most billionaires who engage in philanthropy, they're doing it solely for tax breaks. For any conservatives reading this, Adam Ruins, everyone has your follow-up about this. I'll read that. Oh, I think I read that already. I'm getting old, you know. What can I say? Uh, let's see what else we got here. AP breaking. Supreme Court without comment rejected 45's plea to prevent uh, Treasury from giving six years tax return for Trump. Here's the deal, folks. The establishment has finally turned on Trump. If you read, Bill Barr wrote a piece in the Post today. And, uh, and if you notice, the Supreme Court didn't decide the case in his favor. So they, the, 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 the notion is out, right? The plutocracy is speaking. The plutocracy is saying, we have had it with Trump. And now they will orchestrate a clean attack on Trump. What Trump is, doesn't understand is that when you're, you don't lead the plutocracy as a politician. You don't lead the plutocracy as a, as a far billionaire because he's not really a billionaire. You only lead the plutocracy as a conglomeration of billionaires. All right? And the only thing that takes care of the, con the, is the fear of the pitchfork is the only thing that holds billionaires at bay. And right now, Guess what? They've got DeSantis, man. They've got somebody else who can take your place. You are just the buffoon holding the place for a while. Get ready for jail because it seems like they're getting ready to abandon you. It seems like everything that you thought, the power that you thought you had, is about to go. Bye-bye, Trump. All right, let's see what else we got here from more beautiful people. Egberto Willie's not sure. You can, I showed that already. Uh, let's see what else we got here. It's not bad. Okay. The Supreme Court is also allowing Congress to obtain six years records. Yes, they are. R. Maywood says, conservatives seem to love billionaires. Oh, that's a repeat. Uh, China has price controls on pretty much everything that's sold. Not, not the best system, but it's better than the free market charging whatever will be bared as big format price go. And again, people, people don't understand the danger of whatever the market would bear. What that means is, uh, as you know, people say, oh, Biden caused inflation by giving people money to spend. I hate to tell you this, but here's a, here's a catch. While that shouldn't be a, a true statement at all, it's partially true. And let me tell you what I mean. The plutocracy knew the following. Let's start with gasoline. Earlier, I did a piece for, um, for Muslim TV where they, 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 they read my blog and they were in shock because I said we really have an oil glut. And they were like, who is this guy that is saying we had an oil glut? And I explained the reason why. And they were like, oh, wow, I guess that's true. We had an oil glut. That's why you never, ever saw any gas station without gasoline. And not only that, Russia has always, it didn't stop producing oil. It was just selling oil on the cheap to India and China, which meant India and China was buying less of the oil on the, on the legal market, which means the price of oil should drop. That's not what happened, right? The market is a fraud. And because the market is a fraud, what occurred then is they continued to raise the prices. But they knew they could raise the prices because 
people had money in their pockets. And while they complain, if they need to go to point, from point A to point B, they're going to continue buying the inflated prices because there's no reason for demand destruction if you have the cash. Demand destruction is that, finan- is that economic term where it says, if you raise your price high enough, what's going to occur is the destruction of demand for that product and that and notice I didn't say the pause in demand. I said the destruction in demand. So what does destruction in demand for oil looks like? The whole industry going from gas guzzlers to, uh, to, to uh, very high economy cars. And that is demand destruction because it takes a while before anybody would start driving guzzlers again. So you've permanently lost or semi-permanently lost your ability to, to give the amount that you were given before. All right? So, that is what, uh, they knew they weren't going to get demand destruction because they knew you had money in your pocket. The same thing with the egg manufacturer or the egg producer and all these other guys. They knew you had some money in the pocket, so they weren't going to allow you to save that money, which ideally is what should have been done. Americans haven't been saving for a while. Why not give us a break? We got a break. People got two, two instances of $1,400 and to an instance of $6,000, the government gave them $3,400 total or something like that. So a lot of people could have saved that money and increased their possibility of wealth. But the Plutocracy said, no, 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 no. We're going to take that money from you. So it was a transfer of wealth from our deficit spending to the rich people who actually then paid for the deficit for high interest rates on the loan that they gave to the United States government to pay you. It's a fraud. Es un fraude. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what a Janet Duffy says. How do we fix it? I assume you're talking about how do we fix all these pricing problems and whatever. Here, are the, Here's a fix, Janet. Janet Duffy Grover... By the way, welcome to Politics and Right. This is how we fix it. The healthcare system should be removed from the private sector completely. Right now, as it turns out, most drugs are developed at universities or paid for with grants given by the United States government. So we've already paid for these drugs. Uh, the fraudulent uh, pharma industry then go ahead and say, well, we got to bring it to market. To bring it to market, we have to invest all this money to make sure it's safe and all that BS. It's a lie. If you doubt it, look at where they spend your money. Most of your money isn't spent on research and development. Most of your money is spent on marketing. And marketing involves giving huge bonuses to all the people in the pharma industry where they go ahead and they have expensive hotels and expensive dinners and kickbacks to doctors, even though it's not legal anymore, but it's still done in a fantastical way you know take them to australia take them to the bahamas and all that kind of stuff and a lot of stuff can be given in the bahamas and other places i mean there's a lot of ways around the giveaway laws that they've they've stopped pharma from doing so forget about that they get around that therefore to solve it we need to take healthcare completely out of the private sector they don't innovate in the private sector for healthcare. don't let them lie to you Check out your university. Check out government-paid grants that does that actually pays for the work. So we pay for we pay for the we pay to develop the medicine, and then we pay exorbitant fees to go ahead and buy the medicine. They screw us twice. Our tax dollars built it. They screw us twice. 
So uh, what you have to do, Janet Duffy Graver, is when you hear about a progressive running in the primaries in the Democratic, uh, in the Democratic Party, you make sure and don't believe the crap about running to the center. The center is just the part that the, that the pharmaceutical industry owns. All right? The pharmaceutical company owns, the, owns those guys. Go and vote in the primaries for the most progressive person possible. The most progressive person possible. And eventually, not right away, eventually we'll get to healthcare for all. Where we won't have to be talking about Medicare, Medicare Advantage, whether you qualify for care via the, the, the VA or whatever. You will get healthcare. You get a card like in Canada. You should... I have a video about, and I'm going to play that over the Thanksgiving holiday, where this guy says he's a, he's, he, he was both within the United States um, healthcare system and Canadian. And when, he got, when it was time for him to retire, he retired back to Canada and he said, this is all I need, this card. And this card entitles me to healthcare everywhere in Canada. I give them the card. I don't worry about bills. I don't worry about any of that. Because it's a part of policy. We all pay our taxes to solve that. That's the answer. Alistair Waters is in the house. Hey, Alistair. Great to see you, my dear beautiful lady. Bridge MCP says, hey, Alistair Waters. All right. Uh, what's, why haven't been able to find early show? I was looking for from 8 to 9. Uh, my show is at, at KPFT. It's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at noon. I don't, the Thursday and the Tuesday, Thursday slot is held by my doctor. I don't remember what his name is. Okay. I'm getting old. What can I say? All right. Taryn Blackburn, being left is not right. We are a republic, not a democracy. Are you really happy to say that, Taryn Blackthorn, that we are proud to say we're a republic? A republic is a representative democracy. Okay. So please don't ever let those, those quacks on the right fool you. A, a republic is nothing more than a representative democracy, meaning we elect those who then vote for us. And if, if, if we elected people proportionally, uh, pretty much uh, the vote of those who represent us would closely reflect what we want. Okay? So that, that phrase that they try to fool you with when the right wing says, we are not a democracy, we are a republic. Republic, they forgot to say that a republic is a representative democracy. Please, 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 just know that. You're here to really be informed, Taryn Blackhorn. And you come here and please stay here. I am here to hear, I guess. Bruce Pollard is in the house. All right, let's see who else is in the house. Uh, Lee Grant says, winter is coming in Poland. Where coal is king, homeowners queue for days to buy fuel, Reuters. I know, I know. We have a lot of things that are not exactly as the way we'd like it. Uh, British MCP, hence why he gives part being nicely, mostly tax deduction. You got that right. All right, let's see what else we got here. Lee Grant says, new PDR topic, Dark Mac. Oh, yeah, Lee Grant. I hear you, brother. I hear you. I hear you. I know what you're trying to do. You have to wonder, looking at polling results, what do the majority of Americans want that the right-wing bubble fears? Not rhetorical. This is a question I actually want an answer to. Actually, you have the answer to that, Michael Rudden, because we've spoken about that several times. Uh, the people on the right and the people on the left want the same things. In fact, that's why, 
That's why if you take a look at data, you'll see that the Republicans and Democrats alike are progressives. Even the ones that call themselves conservatives. The policies that they want are coincident. That's the truth. We've asked that question. Ask uh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Warren. I was a, at a conference with her at Netroots Nation, and she gave a whole speech, which I also have at my website, egbertowillies.com, which points that out. So please, 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 we know what people want. We know what people want. I'm going to hold off answering the questions and go to my first video uh, about the strong men. Check this out. Even as President Trump continues to lose and lose and lose, he lost in 2016, he lost in 2018, he lost in 2020, he lost in 2022. And still, we have those who continue to praise him and refuse to just drop him and start doing the things that Americans want and start winning. Check this little piece out here, and then we'll take it on the other side. Former Vice President Mike Pence, out with a new book, yeah. is continuing with his non-apology self-rehabilitation media tour. Here's his latest evasion. Is he fit to serve as President of the United States for another four years? Well, I really do believe that's a decision for the American people. No, no, it's a decision for you, Mike. And hey, but it's not just Pence. I'm sure you saw that Trump's former AG, Bill Barr, said this week that he wouldn't rule out voting for Trump again in 2024, even as he himself admitted that the DOJ probably has the basis for, quote, legitimately indicting his former boss. I'm just fed up, Eamon, of these establishment Republicans who served under Trump, enabled him for years, then distanced themselves from Trump in order to sell a book, but still won't rule out supporting him again in two years' time. I'm fed up of their cowardice and of their cynicism. And look, Mahdi, honestly, it's not just folks out there trying to rehab their image that are displaying this cowardice. I mean, look at Paul Ryan. Take a listen to what he had to yeah. say. I mean, he's out there. He is also trying to sell a book. Listen to what he said this morning about why he will not support a third Trump presidential run. I am a never again Trumper. Why? Because I want to win and we lose with Trump. He wants to win and they can't win with Trump. Not that Trump is a bad person who caged children and separated families yeah. or banned Muslims from this country or fanned the flames of racism and anti-Semitism. I can go on and on and on. No, no, that's not it. It's not policies that Paul Ryan has a problem with. It's the name Trump. It's only about power for these Republicans. Uh, it is yeah. rarely about principle. So as you can see, Barr, listen, it, all, all of those are pretty much creeps. From Paul Ryan, all of them, they simply don't, wouldn't drop somebody as evil as Trump because they're so scared. But it's what you heard Barr say. They said, will you vote for him? Uh, the guy who tried to overthrow the country, would you still vote for the guy who tried to kill democracy, try to overthrow the country? And the spineless Barr says, yeah. Then he said, but we have to try to not let us have to vote for him. It's like, please save me from my cowardice. Please save me from my iniquities. Please save me from being spineless. Please, please don't let me have to vote for Trump again. But if you put Trump there, I'll have to vote for him. Talking about spineless. Talking about not caring about the country, but caring about the person. Talking about just wanting power. And you know what? I, I, I thought I was going to put the Bill Barr piece in there, and I didn't. But here is the actual Bill 
bar piece. I want you guys to listen to this because this one is important. Uh, there we go. If you want to see what the lack of morals look like, if you want to see what a coward looks like, if you want to see what folks that are only interested in a particular kind of power is interested, you just have to listen to Bill Barr. This is a guy who wrote an op-ed today in the Post talking about uh, it's time to move on from Donald Trump. But when asked, would you support Donald Trump if he was the the person, the people in your party, the 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 uh, electors, the voters in your party selected, would you then vote for Donald Trump? Will your conscience allow you to elect Donald Trump, even though you said the guy, in, in, in other words, was a clear and present danger, even though you pointed out, yes, he was responsible for, yes, an insurrection, an attack on this country, the attempt of a throw, uh, overthrowing this country, would you still vote for this guy? Well... Let's listen to Bill Barr. If he would just, if he had just uh, exerted some self-control and discipline, and dialed back his his uh, you know pugnacity um, and his nastiness a little bit, he would have won the presidency and had a second term. And uh, he didn't do that. He failed. He didn't do what the whole country hoped, which that he would rise to the occasion and rise to the office. And he didn't do that. So he's had his chance. He doesn't, he obviously does not have the qualities necessary to unite the party, which is the first step uh, on the road back. And uh, he should stand aside. If Donald Trump were the nominee for the Republican Party again, would you support him? Well, I'm just hoping it never comes to that because I think it would be a tragedy if he's our nominee, if he's the Republican nominee. Um, Could you vote against him? Could you vote not for the Republican if Donald Trump were the Republican nominee? Well, again, I think it gets down to what I said, which is I would have to make the judgment at that point with the impact on the country. And I'll have to see what's going on in the world, what who the Democratic nominee is. If it's a progressive Democratic nominee, I can't imagine voting for But him. ideologically progressive versus somebody who orchestrated an attack on the Capitol, whom betrayed his oath to the Constitution, as you said in your words, you still might vote for him. Mm-hmm. Depending on all this, it's hard for me to project what the future holds. The question is always a comparative one. You have to make a choice between two people. I don't believe in throwing my vote away on a third party. You don't rule out supporting President Trump again. No, I don't. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is where the lack of ethics within the Republican Party leadership, this is what it's all about, folks. We tend to believe that somehow these guys are moral, that somehow these guys put country first, that somehow these guys put life first. They don't. I mean, the insurrectionists under the direction of Donald Trump killed a lot of folk. And I'm not only talking about the folks on, on the 6th. I'm talking about the folks who, because of their policies, cause the, what we see on the streets, the guns on the streets, etc., etc., etc. These guys have no moral compass. These guys are completely and entirely immoral, hypocrites, and cowards. That is the only way one could define the leadership on the right. Now, I, I want to show you Kissinger's answer. He's a, a Republican as well, but a sensible Republican 
a politician. But before that, I want to uh, bring in Donis Giorgio. Do you think we need a third, fourth political parties? I would love for us to have multiple political parties that then would have to get together and make deals, which would then, I, I could potentially see a, a, a very progressive party making a deal with a libertarian party and saying we're not going to uh, profess on, on particular issues, etc., etc., which allows the freezing out of the establishment so that we can stop being owned, entirely being owned uh, by the you-know-whom, the corporatocracy. Peggy Lopez says, California privatizing Medicare one county at a time. There, there's this stuff that they're stricken people in. It is that the Medicare, whereas you have to submit to be a part of Medicare Advantage, there is this new policy in the government. I don't remember what it is, but I, I, I inter if you look at one of the interviews we did with, uh, with Social Security Works and another uh, woman working on the, um, the health care issue, they're, doing it, they're, they're trying to do it the opposite way, that once you sign up for Medicare, you automatically get into the private sector portion and you have to spe specifically say, nope, I want Medicare. In other words, Cal Medicare is a national program. California can't force you into a privatized system as it is right now. Medicare is still there nationally for you to say, I want real Medicare. People, if you are listening to me, Medicare Advantage is a fraud on the American taxpayer. It is a fraud on the American taxpayer because we pay more to the private sector to take care of people Medicare is already uh, tasked to take care of. And that 20 per, the 80-20 that you, don't, you are no longer responsible for there, we as taxpayers pay for that. And then later on, if they get enough people into Medicare Advantage, they'll kill Medicare, which is what they wanted to do up front after the government sanctioned high pricing for, Medi you know, for Medicare, which means they will get those high premiums, not from you, but from the taxpayers going right into the private coffers of the private companies. And the service will continue to degrade, especially when they no longer have to provide the services typical to the one standard, which is Medicare. So do not, if you're listening to my voice, if you're still healthy and you're in Medicare Advantage, get out and get Medicare, the standard Medicare and buy the, the Medic, Medigap policy. That will still be affordable. But if you wait till you get sick under one of these lousy Medicare Advantage plans and you get sick and you find that these doctors will shoot you to hell and you want to go back to standard Medicare, you can't because you won't be able to get Medigap. I am just, I'm just warning you right now, people. Don't believe those great commercials on TV. Remember what I said earlier, that the private sector claims that they spend a lot of money on research and development. No. If you notice around this time, every other commercial on TV is, become, get Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage, we'll, we'll take you to dinner. We'll take you, we'll buy you lunch. We'll give you a free gym membership. We'll do all these great things for you because those great things they do for you are cheap. Do not fall for it. Tom C. says, uh, USA is both a democracy and a republic. As a democracy, we the people hold ultimate political power. We are not a direct democracy, but we are a representative democracy. And he hits the nail on the head. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Michael says, uh, I think I read that one already. You have to be looking at polling results. What do the majority of Americans want? Uh, yeah, we did that. All right, let's see. 
what else we got here? Egberto, the cli tag the Climate Kings German will now against Poland. That's not. All right. Mike C. Sex says, I'm wondering, with all the people fleeing blue states for red states, what GOP policies are for failing Americans? Let me tell you what these people are doing. First of all, your money goes a lot further. You know, you make your wealth in the blue states, right? And then you just come here and buy your home for cash, which is what a lot of these people are doing. That's your answer, Mike Sisek. It's nothing great that uh, t these guys are doing. We have our people aren't educated, so the educated people, when they when they reach the time of retirement or or or, or stat stasis, they come and they move to Texas or Alabama or Mississippi because they can buy their homes for cash. And the employees here in these states, because they don't make no money. Their, their prices are cheaper, so they come out here and they take over. But what do you think happens as they take over? Why do you think all these different red states are getting bluer? Why do you think we were so easy to win Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania? Come on, man. Wake up. Wake up. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. They're screwing you. All right, let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver, before I, I answer that last video. John Cotter is in the house. Good afternoon, Egberto from Tokyo. Couldn't agree more. Get corporate profit and out of healthcare, and people would be healthier. Whoop, whoop. Exactly right, my brother. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says, A second woman who claimed that Herschel Walker pressured her to have an abortion says, but that she has audio recordings. Stay tuned. Wow, I didn't hear that one yet. But anyhow, I need to answer Bill Barr. Why Bill Barr is doing what he's doing from the last one that I did. Here is the Adam Kinsinger video that talks about it. Adam Kinsinger, he doesn't want a pat on the back. He wants us to refer to those who refuse to be on his side. In other words, a conservative, a principal conservative who is willing to go up against Trump and all the MAGA folks that are doing all the evil that we've seen being done here in the country. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Why are you the only one? Why is Liz Cheney the only one in moments like this who has the guts to speak out? And by the way, I can't believe we're calling it guts to condemn the hammer attack of an 82-year-old man in the attempted assassination, perhaps if she were home, of Speaker Pelosi. Why is it so hard? It's, we're not even talking about election conspiracies or vaccine conspiracies. This is speaking out against the attempted murder of an elderly man why is it so hard for republicans to do that because we're close to an election and you know the new view on the extreme is you don't ever admit defeat you never back off uh you know when elon deleted his tweet which was an insane tweet you know everybody's like oh you're back you're acquiescing to the left-wing mob i want to make it clear too by the way liz and i are not are not courageous there's no strength in this we're just surrounded by cowards and then complete contrast to cowardism it looks like courage when it's just your bare duty let me say this though on the attacker so some of what you'll see on the on the kind of conspiracy right is that well look back in 2013 he was a nudist or something or he was a bernie or right. whatever it was it was something on the left what that proves to me is how quickly people have been radicalized mm -hmm. into this QAnon thing. Everybody has a friend that used to be a somebody on the left or in the center or reasonable that within a period of a month or two was reading the Internet and is now radicalized. That is that goes to show me the huge issue that we have here. Yep. Adam Kissinger is actually right. This QAnon thing shows that 
it is a cancer that, uh, that we got to extricate. And it really should start from the leadership of the country. But when you have a whole lot of cowards that are leaders on the right, it is very, very difficult for those who have entrusted them with their, with their thought process, entrusted them with giving them authority over their minds, authority over the news that they get. Of course, then it's going to be hard to extricate. So yes, the QAnon thing is real. Yes, the QAnon thing is dangerous. And yes, if we continue to elect those on the right, and there are a lot of folks that are just pulling the lever for the right that knows better, but they're doing it for power. And in the process, they're doing irreparable damage to the country. So folks, listen to Kinsinger here. I've not been a fan of his, but lately he's been making quite a bit of sense because again, uh, while we might not agree ideologically, he does care about the country. Listen to, listen to the man. Absolutely, listen to the man. Politics done right with Egberto Jefferson Cave gave me a five star. Love you, Jefferson. Love you, my brother. Love you, my brother. Thank you so kindly for the five stars. I'll take it. Tom C says Wikipedia fascism is a far right authoritarian alternationalist political movement characterized by dictatorial leader centralized autocracy militarism and forcible suppression of opposition. I tell you, I got the smartest folks in the house, man. See? They, they can find stuff like that. All right. Stop the gay bashing, please. Lee Grant says to stop the gay bashing. Lee Grant, I'm proud to hear you say that. Bridge MCP would never gay bash, of course. But I'm proud to hear you say that. Uh, Mike Cisak. Well, that's a, a convert, private conversation. Uh, somebody here. Alistair Waters is in the house. I thought I saluted you already, Alistair. Uh, Joe Bill Thomas says Kinsinger is definite is a definite coward and a not even a decent rhino. Hmm. I think he's a decent rhino. I think he's a decent Republican. I think he's a decent conservative. I don't agree with him. Paul Fleming says this is why I can't understand why someone of these listeners will vote for this evil person unless they're evil themselves in their hearts. You know, when you have convinced people that the evil you're doing is not evil, but actually magnanimous, that's what happens. And by the way, Eric uh, Hayes, you can actually get a gym membership for 10 bucks a month. So if you want to, if you want to, between 10 and 15 bucks a month, and since these aggregators buy it in bulk, they are probably paying 15, 20 dollars a month for the membership because they know they can oversell it. And there's a good possibility that you are giving away your freedom just because somebody dangled a dinner and a $20 a month uh, certificate to go to a gym? Is that really worth it? Hey, hi, Alistair Waters' nephew. How are you doing? Welcome to Politics Done Right. Alistair Waters' nephew, welcome to Politics Done Right. And Bridge MCP, how is your dog doing? I trust that it's okay. Uh, let me know. You know, we all take care of each other in our forum here. Howard Mix says, the problem here is that you are a hypocrite also. God will soon lift the skirts of the wicked. If I'm a hypocrite and all my folks in here are hypocrites because we want to do what's right towards people, then maybe your God isn't ours. There's a big possibility that's the case. All right, I have one more video to play, you guys, and here it goes. It's about... Oh, but before that, I, yeah, I want to salute the... Cypress Tomball Democrats. I, I spoke to them yesterday and uh, we had a great conversation. 
great interaction. I love those folks. They were what we call en la ola. And there it is. Uh, there it is, uh, the picture of uh, me out there. I don't want to expand it anymore because this stuff is crash worthy. And I bet I try to expand it and the damn thing's going to crash. So I don't want to crash it. But that was us uh, out there. We had a, a big crowd. I was... I thought I was going to be talking to 10 or so people. I think I spoke to probably four times that amount uh, last night. I mean, they, it was just wonderful seeing all those people. And you know what? What was it? Was a good part about it too? A lot of folks got the, they, <laughs> and they came and they said, oh, we're going home to our families. So I took a, a lot of my books there, right? And a lot of them uh, bought the How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. I had all three, three of the political books there. That's the only one they bought. So I'm everybody going home and say like, man, I better read up on this because I got to go talk to my folks, man. But, you know, actually, though, that was a very lovely group um, of people. They were really into their politics, into progressive politics, into saying, how can we make a difference in this country? And you could see on the faces of the people as we spoke how much yearning they were making. So all my right-wingers in here from... From uh, Mike Lee to, uh, I mean, uh, Lee Grant to uh, to CSAC to Eric Hayes and the others. I saw three more. Uh, you know, we want to make a difference, man. Join the club. Join the progressive club. It, it'll, it'll be the right thing for your family. Anyhow, let's go to that last video of the day and then we'll move on. So the folks who most like to call themselves pro-lifers, really I call them anti abortionist, but they like to call themselves pro-lifers. But it seems like they're not concerned with the life of those people that are out there, or they're only concerned about the rights of a certain kind of people. It isn't difficult at all to solve our weapons of mass destruction problem. Actually, it has destroyed a lot of lives already. But, you know, they like to use the Second Amendment as the corroborator for why they can't make the change. When the reality is a constitution written by a, a whole bunch of folks that don't have an idea of what life is like or could be like or would be like today are the ones who write these laws. And even if you were to take the interpretation of the Second Amendment like they wrongly take. It would seem sensible that people who believe in life would actually make sure that that particular amendment is dissolved or ignored like we do with many others, right? But no, that's not what it's all about. It's really not ever, it's never been about pro-life. It has always been about pro-money. But again, uh, let's hear from former FBI serial, uh, agent, special agent, who was on MSNBC making an interesting commentary about guns. But the one that I really love is the way former U.S. Secretary Joyce, Nance, Joyce Vance talks about the unarmed guy is the one who really got it done. How was that person able to get a weapon? Why, you know, Were there any indicators that were out there? And what could we do? And then just comes down to impact. That person has body armor, an AR-15, and a handgun. That's what the law enforcement officers have, too. They're equally armed to the teeth, as if they are in the military, except they are, they are here in our country 
to shooting people innocently. So we have not addressed this for many years. And, and again, uh, the solution wasn't a good guy with a gun. It was a good guy risking his entire life uh, based on his experience in, in multiple combat zones that stopped an even greater tragedy on, on that night. Here it's too late after the mass shooting has already occurred when we have the capacity to act in advance to prevent these sorts of crimes, to do a better job of keeping the, the guns out of the hands of people who are inclined to use them in this way. We're lucky that there was a good guy without a gun who wasn't afraid to take action in this situation. That's a terrible burden for our government and for our elected officials to impose on individuals. And so we've lived through just most recently a, a term of the Supreme Court where they've made it easier for individuals to have guns, including the type of gun used here, in public places. The trend in the law is not a trend that's more protective. And as we continue to see our public officials carelessly engaging in hate speech, speech that demonizes, in, in this instance, members of the LGBTQ community, we know that that hate speech unfortunately translates into actions like this by people at the margins, people who have, whether it's some form of instability or whether they're just completely eroded by hate, who will take a gun and turn it on innocent people out trying to enjoy an, a night with each other it's a situation we need to end. So yes, it didn't take a good guy with that weapon of mass destruction. It took an unarmed, brave person, something we could never say about those politicians who want to keep these people armed at all costs. But of course, you can't go certain places that they go with those guns while they want others to go elsewhere, right? So, folks, let's not be fooled. If you want change, start in the primaries. Elect progressives who will change the laws in the Senate, change the laws to ensure that we don't need to have a threat. We don't need to be held hostage by those who really do not value life and start making the changes that we need to make to our laws on weapons but as we know, the Supreme Court will be waiting. That Supreme Court that was instituted by those who didn't win any elections, doesn't matter. They will attempt to overthrow it or overturn it. And likewise, we need to elect those that are going to be willing to right size the court again so that it reflects the people whose judgments it holds. Absolutely so. Hey, folks, um, uh, let's see. Tom C. says, welcome to Red State America, where freedom comes to die, unless you want freedom to own military-grade weapons and freedom to spy on and turn in your neighbors for violations of your religious beliefs. That's cute. Did you make another, uh, another poem out of that, Tom C.? Hey, by the way, Tom, I don't know if you got the email from me a few weeks ago, but all of your, uh, all of your poems are posted at politicsdoneright.com under your name. So folks can go ahead and look for the author, uh, Tom C. Tom uh, Zarnik. Just go ahead and, and check him out and see all the poems that he has written. Great, 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 nice, tight uh, poems that I love. Check it out at our site, politicsdoneright.com. It's too late for me to play my ask. Once again, I completely forgot.
and nobody actually somebody did remind me and I, I, I think I, I think brother Fleming did remind me Egberto Texas the land of gun and car and health control I know girlfriend we we are the wild wild west we knock people out with guns we get mad on the freeways and we shoot anyway folks please remember to support our program however you can if you can do so let me give you the the different ways in which you can support us we need your support to stay alive we cannot do this at all without you start in you can you can subscribe to our patreon we need more patrons we need more patrons you know as time goes on some people fall off so please join our Patreon at politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Alternatively, you can just click the Join button on YouTube. Click that Join button and become a YouTube subscriber, YouTube member of the PDR Posse. So please go ahead and consider doing politicsandright.com slash YouTube if you don't have the Join button. But another way to support us is directly on PayPal. One time or multiple times, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can as well subscribe to our Substack. Our Substack is our newsletter that corresponds most of the times now with our on-air show, Politics Done Right at KPFT. And we also cover many other subjects and we'll have some nitbits for you as well. Politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Or you can support all our writings at Medium, politicsdoneright.com slash medium please find a way however you can to support us and you guys know i'm a happy guy i believe in i believe right but i've had sometimes difficult times here in america with respect to business etc read about my tribulations and by the way this weekend i'm going to be writing i hope to get get knocked out a few more chapters of it this weekend politicsandright.com slash tribulations for my new book the Tribulations of an Afro-Latino Caribbean Man. Please check it out. I put the link in there as well. But again, the standby, always, paypal.com to support what we do here. Politicsandright.com slash paypal and our store, politicsandright.com slash store. Thank you so kindly for spending this time with me. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll see you two times tomorrow. I'll see you at noon at KPFT 90.1 FM Houston on air and on internet. And solely on the internet at 3 p.m. Central. You know how I end this, baby. My name is Egberto Willis, and you know how I end this show. My name is Egberto Willis, and this is Politics and Right. I am what? What am I again? I am out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.